Chicago Reader Best of 2019 podcast nominees. Some things are freaking going to change around yeah, here. We've had a couple weeks of being a nominee. Oh, God, the paparazzi alone. God, yeah. Just coming up to me while I'm standing there waiting for the Damon bus oh, to go yeah. to work. Coming up in my face and being like, Mr. Linden, Mr. Linden, what's your take on today's news? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just talk about I talk about memories <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I I will not drink water out of the tap anymore. Absolutely not. What are we? Normal? Yeah, we're not normies. <laughs> we're not normies. We're not plebs. Um, I've hired professional masseuses to come in while we're doing the podcast yeah it's it honestly took a minute to get used to but now i feel very relaxed yeah and um i'm sorry i'm very sensitive so if you hear me um saying ow a lot um that's just gonna kind of explain it ow i'm very ticklish so i might laugh it's not because you're being funny it's because i'm ticklish it's mean it's mostly because you're being funny Um, i also kind of brought in a ringer so you're not the co-host anymore oh oh really Mm mm-hmm I brought in a famous person. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm glad you talked to me about this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like things are going different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, but this, surprise, this podcast that you're we... the famous person. Oh, <laughs> it was you. Oh, it was me. The whole the just famous... now I have to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> the famous person was inside us the whole time. <laughs> uh, Josh, you know, like uh, riders, like that singers and bands and stuff yeah, have. Yeah, and like, like what the, has to be in their green room yeah the like green m&ms kind of thing yes although they do that because of to make sure that they read it because yes. of the pyrotechnics sorry we yes. talked over each other listeners they ask for the green m&ms to make sure that people have actually read the rider because there's dangerous py- pyrotechnics so if they don't only yes. put green m&ms they know they have to do more of a safety check yes so sorry we both got really excited at the same time <laughs> so then these bands have a reputation for being divas anyway um, what would be what would be on your rider as like the thing that has to be in every room that you walk in if you were a famous guy? Peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's so simple. A peanut butter and jelly. No, but the <gasps> but the bread needs to be toasted. Okay. Both sides. You need toasted bread. Not too toasted, not too untoasted. Like okay. a perfectly toasted piece of two and pieces of bread. And you're just gonna put perfectly toasted and they have to figure out what that means? No, no, no. I well, yes, I'm gonna give them a, a degree in both. Fahrenheit and centigrade mm. to be able to make sure that they get For those it international to, tours. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah being earnest takes Oslo <laughs> and uh, I also will not eat it if it's not cut diagonally. My parents would never cut my sandwiches diagonally. They were always cut right down the middle like a normie. And so now when I make sandwiches, I have to do them diagonally. Oh, you have to do diagonally because that makes the pieces bigger. Do you not know that's how it works? It's the same surface area. No, diagonally makes it bigger. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what Paula, kind of jam? Paula. <laughs> sandwich, the first law of sandwiches. The sandwiches can know. neither be created nor destroyed. I don't know. I feel like diagonal's bigger. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to bring you the earnest news of the day. Um, before we do that, in all frankly earnestness uh we are very excited that we got this nomination we've been badgering you about it for weeks Um, we've lost i'm sure many friends and many followers over it yeah exactly it's just us listening to our own podcast but for our future selves if you go to beingearnestpod.com slash best of chicago 
you can get the link. You can check out the instructions on how to vote. If you have voted in the past, thank you. Um, if you haven't voted, this is a great time to do it. The polls close on the 21st of October, and we would really like to take this one home. And, uh, you know, we can get some more... Uh, peanut butter and jellies. We can get green M&Ms if we're, you know, winners, not just nominees. Yeah. Paula, what's our topic for this week? Smells. <laughs> Smells. Smells is our topic. Ask me if it's good or bad ones. Is it good or bad ones? Smells is the topic. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about all things smells over here. So we're both millennials. Sure. You know what millennials love besides avocado toast? Candles. Love candles. Love candles. Love candles. I have candles all over my apartment. Candles, candles. Do you have, uh, what What in your estimation is the worst candle scent? Ooh, um, the worst candle scent, I think, for me is anything that I would have liked at the age of 14. <laughs> okay. So anything that's like cupcake, vanilla, oh. you know, the ones that you that you get and they're like, Cheesecake, Parmesan, peanut butter, pecan pie, like crazy, mm-hmm. crazy dessert ones uh, make me viscerally ill. Got it. Yeah. I really like a candle that smells like a, like an old dapper bachelor's home. That's exactly how I feel about yes. it. I want a candle that I could have a smoke with. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Tobacco scents. Yeah, walnut. Yes. Birch. Those. Um, what is your least favorite candle scent? Um, I don't know if it counts as a candle because it's not on fire, but in my mind, candles and car air fresheners are the Very same Very different, but thing. yes, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Don't burn. You're not burning. You're is that not how they, when oh, you're in the car, Josh, that's, that's how you, again. that's how it works, right? Josh, not again. But the like, kind of anything that's on the, along the lines of like a black ice. Oh yeah. Air Which, what is that scent? What is the black ice scent? Because like, there's no smell to black ice. It smells like weird mid 2000s barf. Is what it yeah, smells. Yeah, yeah. It smells like uh, somebody ate their whole thing of Axe body spray and threw it up. Yeah, and then put it and then solidified it and put it in a Christmas tree shape. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm not big into that. I'm also not big into like, there's a line. You know what sure. I mean? Where like, I love a fall scent. You know, we're in we're in the autumnal season. We are. I sweater, love sweater you, season. Yep, you get a little bit of, uh, you know. Just a little bit of pumpkin in there, some apples, some cinnamon, those kinds of like fun nutmeggy fall mm-hmm. flavors. But if it's too much of it, kind of going into your uh, like too sweet, yes, kind of feeling, it's just overwhelming. And you're like, this is too much fall. Yes, yes, yes. I completely agree. It's just sickeningly sweet. Yes, you know it. It um, it kind of smells like you know when you walk into like a Yankee Candle, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Beats you up when you walk in. Or if you walk into a lush. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, Shout out to our good friend, Kristen. Yes. So I know uh, we have some big lush fans in the house, especially bath bombs. Um, what I will say is that I work around the corner from a lush here in Chicago. And anytime it rains, it smells like every single bath bomb that's in lush all decided to go off at the same time and it's just this overwhelming aroma of like i'm taking care of myself and i'm a millennial 
Look at my Instagram. Ah, I'm posting this. <laughs> um, Josh, to hop back on the candle train for a second. Yeah, please. I will give you 30 high fives. 30. 30 high fives? If you can With tell your me, broken hand? Yes. My hand's not broken, but it does hurt, and I've been complaining about it all day. Uh, I will give you 30 high fives if you can tell me the number one selling scent at Yankee Candle. Let me warn you, the answer is going to blow your freaking mind. Can I? Okay. Can I get a few guesses? You can have three guesses. And then if but I get it. Each, each one, your number of high fives you receive goes down by 10. Okay. Okay. Got it. Bubble gum. Nope. Chai. Nope. Yankee candle scented Yankee candle. Yep. Really? No. <laughs> it is Macintosh Apple. Like Steve Jobs? No, no, no. Like, like an actual apple. No, it's like the Apple store. Like an apple. <laughs> Doesn't that shock you? Well, yeah, I maybe, I guess. I guess. No, I, mean, I would gross. think, I would assume like like lavender eucalyptus whips, whisper or something like that. <laughs> Old New England barn. <laughs> sea breeze. Yeah. Salty ship captain. <laughs> Seagull meat. <laughs> Gross. So, can I put on my science hat for a minute here? Yeah. So I, I was going to try to think of something fun, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I took one neuroscience class in college. Ooh. So, I guess you could call me an expert. All right. I'm pretty much the preeminent doctor in the world on brains mm -hmm. and stuff. One thing I learned in that class, which makes a lot of sense, is that the shortest neural pathway is your olfactory pathway, which is your smell, which means that often your brain will register something that you've smelled before you can comprehend mm. that you've smelled it, which is why smell is so closely tied to memory. So I don't know if this happens to you, but it's oh, like neurologically... Yeah. Smells trigger memories more than other senses. Yes, yes, yes. Which I think is just so interesting. So, like, for me, um, whenever I smell, like, hot garbage, Ugh. it takes me back to my summer abroad when I was in Beijing. Okay. And that's not a judgment statement on Beijing or Chinese culture or anything like that. Just it's just very hot and smelly there. <laughs> as it is in all cities. As it all yeah. is in all major cities. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it just yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I remember being on spring break in New Orleans on Bourbon Street and I was like for a moment I was like, Am I in China? I was like, No, no, no. It's just same kind of like street structure, smell, like cover bands everywhere as yeah. some of the like uh, districts where I would go out when I was in college to uh, drink away the stress. <laughs> so it just immediately brings me back. Yeah. Are there any smells that are like that for you? Well, so there's a smell that I have always wanted to capture again. And and people, people don't understand, but our listeners will understand. It is the smell of a blockbuster video. Oh. Like, it's like that smell of like, videos but also like the 
the candy that was in there and the popcorn machine that yeah, was the in there. the smell of the plastic on the v- VHS yes. cover. Yes, and the Blockbuster was just like this combination of all of those. And I remember like being a kid and being so happy when you'd get to walk in because my favorite thing was just to like slowly walk down every aisle of Blockbuster like and look at all the pictures of all the videos and that smell and 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 then I mean then they closed and like I am I'm truly worried that like I'll never smell that smell again like I would spend any amount of money on a candle that like captured that smell this is the modern day equivalent of like in my day, I used to ride a horse and buggy. Yeah. <laughs> well, those old broads can just go to a freaking farm. Smell it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Was there a movie that you rented from Blockbuster more than other movies? Like, did you keep renting the same movie? Uh, I would. Uh, well, I, 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 when we moved, when we moved to a smaller uh, town in Minnesota, I would go to the library all the time. Sure. And I would, I would get Clue constantly. Okay. Just um, to see all the endings. Just to see all the endings. Just every time a different ending. But I, the movie I most vividly remember from the blockbuster was, um, oh my god, and I remember because I would see the picture on the cover and be so horrified. But we, I never saw it. It's the Howard Stern movie. where like he's like kind of naked behind a uh building and i remember being so like upset when i would see that one so like who would do that (laughs) it is funny how little things like that stick in your mind when you're a kid like yes yeah that like this this horror and shock of the first time you've seen something like that it sticks i remember that when the local video store went out of business Acton Village Video, we there was a sale on movies, and there were a couple movies that my parents really wanted, and I was too old for this at the time, but my brother and I were like, we're going to get every Animaniacs oh, yeah. DVD and VHS that we could possibly get. Oh, God, those that was the best show. It was so good. <gasps> oh, I loved Animaniacs. It was so good. And then we also tried to get Napoleon Dynamite, but they only had so many copies. And we Isn't it weird that we lived in a world where Napoleon Dynamite was culturally incredibly was po- important? king? Yeah. I mean, all of my folders in high school were like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, we would quote it nonstop. Yeah. yeah. And it's, has any one of them done anything since then? I don't. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to look it up. The magic is real. It stayed I'm in that sure moment. I'm sure they've all done stuff and they've all done wonderful things, but just not things that we're familiar with. I know we've talked about worst smells, mm-hmm. but is there a best smell for you? Um, I love the smell of uh, grass being mowed, Ooh. even though it is truly the grass emitting like a pheromone being like, please stop murdering me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just gets you, just gets you going. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just, mm, you just love a hard day's work. <laughs> <laughs> love the smell of grass being murdered. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, dryer sheets. Mm, yeah, like I bet laundry it. being done, and like the exhaust from the laundry as the dryer sheet and the it's drying. Yeah, and that's Ooh. also a smell of success. Yeah, that's a smell of like you did something that day. Yeah, I could just if it weren't gonna kill me, 
I would jump right into that laundry machine. I would jump right into the dryer and just put myself on tumble. I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as you think it's going to be, Josh. I'm going to put myself on Those tumble. Those were not meant for a full-grown man. I have an in-unit washer and dryer. I should try it. No, don't try it. Don't try it. Don't try it. I think, yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing is getting stuck. And then the what are you going to do? You going to bring your cell phone in there? <laughs> you gonna yeah, call that's me? the number one thing, yeah. You going to call me for help? Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Nothing. I'm, I'm busy. I'm not helping. You're mowing grass. <laughs> I'm busy murdering grass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Josh, so, uh, I know from my, uh, years and years and years of experience watching HGTV Uh that a little tricksy that, uh, real estate agents use is they'll make cookies right before an open house. Okay. Because we human beings are idiots. And And we don't know that the oven works. Right. So we open, we're like, does that oven? (laughs) No, no, no. You open the door and you're like, that's a fake oven. (laughs) Not again. <laughs> no, the last house I bought in a fake oven and I had to replace it. What is this Barney Flintstone buying a house? Yeah. All right, I would love to see that character. Um, no, uh, so they This is Hello, Lauren Michaels. I'm auditioning for SNL. This is my new character. Barney Flintstone now. <laughs> what do you mean I don't have to pedal? <laughs> and and See. That's my only character. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will take my check. TM, TM, TM. Uh, no, so that is like, there are lots of little tricks like that that real estate agents do to make it seem more homey because our, our stupid little reptilian brains are like, I can see myself living here. That's like why like they stage houses. You know, that's why like they always say, um, if you're trying to show a home, you're supposed to put away any family photos. Like, Interesting. Oh, because yeah. you couldn't see yourself yeah, you'd be like, in their family. This is in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I think I'm in someone else's house. <laughs> this is that guy's house. <laughs> yeah, so there's all those little tricks. And one of them is baking something. Because they're like, I guess I baked something before I left my house. Yeah. I could bake here every day. <laughs> uh, but what I wanted to talk about is like, what else? <laughs> you could bake. <laughs> No, 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 but like what else uh, do you think like a real estate agent could do to make it seem more personally homey? <laughs> right, exactly. For millennials. Uh, I don't feel like millennials are really into baking cookies. I don't think so. No, because it's, it's Lunchables? too much carbs. Too many carbs. Lunchables? I'm thinking daily harvest. <laughs> you can All have right. smoothies. Josh is not going to rest until daily harvest sponsors us. A smoothie in every cup. <laughs> They're really, really oh, good. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> New angle, new angle. Okay, so we are real estate agents. We have to. Wow, s- we got our license that fast. Yes, it was very fast. We have to single-handedly save the millennial housing market. Sure, but only using millennial-based products. Yes. So, so we throw out we throw out the old textbook. Sure. All of a sudden, blue apron. I was going to say the whole fridge, the whole closet is just Stitch Fix. (laughs) (laughs) And me undies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Bomba's socks. Yes, yes, yes. Listeners, are we pandering too hard for a sponsorship? It feels like we're pandering too (laughs) hard. the other like millennial brands like, like Casper mattress <laughs> really going for it <laughs> People, uh, millennials love getting stuff delivered straight to their door yeah exactly so, the, so outside the door of the house there's just 
boxes and boxes from subscription services. Also, you know, this would actually probably work. It's like if there was a dog there, I mean, it would turn some people off because they're not dog people. But not millennials. But yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you what. That dog has an Instagram following. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's the dog comes with the house. It comes with the house. And it's already got 15,000 followers. It's doing pretty well. That dog is a spokesperson it's, for BarkBox. It's it's at Pugsy Bogues. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pun on the a very short basketball player. <laughs> Over my head. Over his head too. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I will say that Every time I get sick and get a stuffy nose, the number one thought that goes through my head is, why did I take smelling for granted? Oh, my God. I so, yes, I so quickly become a, like, one of the people going down on the Titanic. <laughs> Be like, why didn't I live when I had the chance? If I ever get another opportunity. Yeah, and like what I do when I get sick is I eat spicy food so that it like oh, it's close smart. to like just getting sh- mm-hmm. you know, like the snot out and like also maybe I'll be able to taste it. Yeah, but even in those moments, I'm like, oh, wood that I could smell and taste. <laughs> oh, as a younger man, <laughs> I found myself beset by odors, <laughs> brilliant and plume and, and flamboyant. But ah, oh, now me. <laughs> An invalid. <laughs> I found myself, my sensor, my nose and senses dulled to the outside. <laughs> Just leave me to die. <laughs> me and my bland toast and, and my deeper voice and the snot which cometh from my nose. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually from King Lear. Was it really? Yeah, I was gonna say beautiful speech. Thank you. I was like, good for you, William Shakespeare. You should write that down. (laughs) I don't know him. You should write that down. That's yours now. Um, Well, if you if you had to lose a scent, which scent would it be? Because I don't think that smell is the right answer, and a lot of people do. Oh, smell is taste. I thought you said which scent. Would you? I'm sorry. I maybe said scent, but. You know, whatever. Yeah. A wizard comes down. <laughs> he says. You're going to win the Chicago Reader. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone votes. Every- but also you have to lose a sense. I think I would lose. I mean, this wouldn't be good for the podcast, but I'd lose speech. Josh, that's not a sense. Hearing. Touching. <laughs> You're right. Fuck. I'm totally <laughs> smelling. Oh, I'm a dumbass. Oh my god. <sighs> Speech. <laughs> I was like, also the mouth make word, mouth make taste, mouth make words, same thing. <laughs> no, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, it wouldn't be smell. It wouldn't be taste because most of taste is smell. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So why couldn't you just lose taste but keep smell? Mm, but I like I like food. Yeah, but you could still enjoy. I think I'd lose 80%. touch. Eighty percent, you would lose touch. <laughs> I would lose touch. The only problem with losing touch is like <laughs> you don't know where you are in any physical space. You can still see, Josh. <laughs> no, but I mean, like 
if you sit down, yeah, you know what I mean? You have no receptor of you like, would just be like, I don't realize that like this chair is soft. No, you also, if you didn't have touch, you wouldn't realize that you were in the chair at all. It's like, you know, when you're, have you ever had it, have you ever had it where your whole leg up through your butt goes numb? You're telling me that if you lost touch, it would be like constantly your leg was asleep. Yeah, you'd have no, I think it would just be the absence of everything. Like, so I'd be like rubbing my soft couch that I'm sitting on right now. And I would be like, it feels like the air. Yeah, well, yeah, you would have no it idea be that like tingly and painful. you would have no idea that actually it would be very problematic because you'd have no idea that couch was there. I would see the couch, right, I would, but you wouldn't have any like difference in feeling between stand and sit. Well, yeah, but I mean, your legs would all of a sudden like not be tired. But I don't think you'd feel I think that you're ignoring the real problem, which is you wouldn't realize when things were very hot or very cold. Right. Or if like, you were you in pain, you would just be like leaning against. Right. Yeah. But without pain, I would be unstoppable. <laughs> well, you just think you would be unstoppable. I would be the shittiest superhero. <laughs> just immediately dying. <laughs> like, I'm so glad I've saved the day. Let me lean on this griddle. Whoa. <laughs> oh, seems they, I'm and on- I'd be like, my superpower is I don't ever get hurt. And they're like, you're covered in blood. Yeah, you are. You are. Your foot is just like, ma'am. You're, smashed. ma'am. You're on fire. <laughs> like, Am another hard day's work. <laughs> it's actually very sad because I think people like you see sometimes a TLC special of like the girl that can't feel pain. Mm. We're not making fun of her. We're not <laughs> in any way. Also on MTV, we, it, was it the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world? This is the story of a girl. That that'd be a shitty superpower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My question is always, how did she have enough hydration to cry to all those tears? She was drinking her 100 ounces a day. Yeah. Yeah. She had an IV coming in. Yeah. She went to IV me and got one of those like really pretentious, like when you need to get rehydrated. Yes. Because you've been out drinking. Bad kids. One time I was uh, in an emergency room and the nurse was like, that's where I'm freaking getting my next job. One of those places. IV, one of those ones. Yeah. Cause she's like, I can deal with a bunch of just like hungover idiots. As you were in the ER and your arm was falling off? Yeah, that's a, that's that time my arm fell off. <laughs> hey, Paula. Hey, Josh. What's on the ends of your arms? Hands. And what's on the ends of your hands? Fingernails. <laughs> and what's two plus two? Four. Four fingernails up. <laughs> this is four thumbs up. A segment where Paula and I dig into the most earnest reviews on the internet. And I've got a spicy little nugget for us today, Paula. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. So we're going to be looking into the nine customer reviews for the Stiletto TBM 14 RMS Tie Bone Mini 14 ounce Replaceable milled face hammer with a straight 16 inch titanium handle folks at home i know i said a lot of words here that's because this is a 200 dollars hammer it's a 200 dollars hammer and if you're buying a 200 dollars hammer that it's not just going to be called big hammer yeah <laughs> hammer for rich boy rich boy hammer uh no it's a stiletto um paula i would love for you to read this first review the first review is called 
Husband loves hammer. <laughs> it's actually husband loves this hammer, but I like husband loves hammer. I first saw this hammer on DIY Network. When Christmas rolled around, I knew exactly what I was going to get my husband, who was always building, remodeling, or fixing something around our house. This well, feels honey, like- stop breaking stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. I was going to say, this sounds like, like, I'm a fake Americana housewife. Yes. Look, I buy those Hallmark cards for my husband when he turns 40, and it's like, well, now it's just time for golf. Yeah. Drink, drinking beers with the boys and fishing. What a weird card that would be. Yeah. Happy 40th. It's time for golf. <laughs> it's time for golf. You are golf man now. Anyway, he has a nail gun, but still uses his hammer most of the time. All right, oh. well, I'm glad two different things. Uh, traditionalist. Oh, oh, because a hammer. Okay, well, okay, then now it does make sense. I was thinking a stapler. <laughs> Or as I call Wait, it, staple gun. A nail gun? <laughs> you think staplers? Well, I was like, I was like, oh, a hammer. They do. Why both, would she care? They, they do both make a kachunk sound. Yeah. I thought this would be the perfect gift for him. It is lightweight. It is very well made. Sorry, I have to go back. I like the idea that this guy is going back to his roots. You know how like people are like, oh yeah, the only way to listen to music is on vinyl. Vinyl. It's the only way to hammer nails is with a real hammer. I'm also picturing this. This family, I'm picturing them to be like, like everything on the surface is like, we love Americana household. The suburbs are our friend. My husband fixes things. But then you go inside and there's just random nails like (laughs) out of the wall, like all over, like holes on the, like it's just just a drywall has a big hole in it. Yeah. It's just kind of like you set a sim loose in a house. Um, it is lightweight and very well made. It has the option of purchasing a milled face head, which I did. This way he can change the heads as needed, depending on the job. This hammer is very lightweight and designed to soften the blow to your hand. I'm sorry, arm. Paula. Is it lightweight? <laughs> as she said it two or three times. It's very lightweight. Yes, it is expensive, but it should last a lifetime. And I always say quality is remembered long after the price is forgotten. Just in case anyone was worried, two people found that one helpful. Uh, this one is a five-star review entitled, quote-unquote, The One. <gasps> this hammer is worth every cent of its very high price. Saves both my elbow and wrist. I really like a curved handle because it is harder to drop and send the head of the hammer a bit further ahead. Used it on anything from 8s to 16s. What do you think those are? <laughs> are those nail lengths? I I mean, I would assume. They're they're barking up the wrong tree. Looking yeah, it guys. really sounds like that's very inside. That's inside it's DIY. Real, it's real inside baseball there. Yeah, right. Exactly. I had previously lost my ability to set a 12 in one hit. So what I guess happened? Did a witch? <laughs> he got in a fight with a witch. He got the yips. And he the got the w- yips. The he just got in his head. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. Just hit this 12 with one just hit. Have to, I can do a 12 with one hit. No. God, Gary, you're better than this. <laughs> but with the stiletto, I can still do it. And well, the kids, if not a real framer or the Amish guys who said a 16 with one stroke. This is like, there's a sport out there called like, Nailing. <laughs> that, 
Yeah, that like w- I was not aware of. No, no, no. Can you imagine us trying to participate in that though? <laughs> um, my mom likes to tell a story. I know we're mid-review here, but I was probably 12, 11, 12, and they were it was for strike for a show that I was in that she was also in in a community theater and I me and the other kid who were in the show were trying to like reset something that had to be taken down in the theater for the show and put it back up and she just kept she said it was the funniest thing watching us try to like nail like screw gun in something into the wall because we were so bad at it oh (laughs) I'm I'm okay at home improvement now but I also don't have to do it that often anyway I am not a professional, but I do many small projects and once a year run a volunteer crew that always involves a lot of framing. I'm sure that's some sort of term of like hitting stuff with a hammer, but I'm picturing them being like, (laughs) the volunteer is gallery walls for orphans. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to find matchbooks and put them in frames from Michael's. Use this once a year. And it was just a joy. Everyone kept, quote unquote, borrowing it from me. Now, what does he mean by, quote unquote, borrowing here? Because it sounds like they were borrowing it from it. Can I just use that? He's lending it to them. But in the quotes, makes me think. What a... Mm, mm. Thieves. (laughs) Unless I was a framer or an everyday user, I would stick to the 14, not the 15. I had all the power I needed. Great. Two people found that helpful. Um, can I read you what I think is the single most earnest review we have ever seen on this show about earnestness? Wow. That's high praise, but yeah. <clears throat> five stars. Title, five stars. Review, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, period. No, It's like an Ernest Hemingway <laughs> short story. <laughs> That is the Ron Swanson like review. Like <laughs> good. I love that they went to the effort to do the stars and the name just to say good. You know the name I mean? of it is still five stars. I love it. Good. <laughs> I felt compelled to write a review, but I wanted to do the minimum amount <laughs> that I possibly could. Good. And also, uh, I'm not gonna read it, but uh his screen name is his first and last name. <laughs> This man's my hero. (laughs) All right, Josh. uh, This entire time, I guess I have been simply dying to talk about smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision, the thing that my parents talk about sometimes. Ooh. Was smell-o-vision ever real? Or is it one of those things that, like, in the 1950s, they were like, one day, this is what's next? No, it's a real thing. So smell-o-vision, according to our good friends at Wikipedia... It, uh, smell-o-vision was a system that released odor during the projection of a film so that the viewer could, quote-unquote, smell what was happening in the movie. The technique was created by Hans Laub and made its only, ap- name. <laughs> its only appearance in the 1960 film Scent of Mystery. The process injected 30 odors into a movie theater's seats when triggered by the film's soundtrack. There's... There's no way that that's fun after the first 20 minutes. Right? And there's no way that movie's good. No, no way. There's no way that movie's amazing and is the first smell of vision. <laughs> it, yeah, no, it can't be both. 
It can't no, be both. No, it's no. one or the other. That being said, assuming that we are able to harness the power of smell-o-vision, it's been 50 years. 50 years of classic features with smell-o-vision. Yes. What do you think the best and what do you think the worst movie to have smell-o-vision for would be? Well, the best is definitely going to be... Who's that director where everybody wears the cream-colored turtlenecks? Wes Anderson? No, 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 no. Uh, it's a woman. It's like as good as it gets. And Meryl Streep's always in them. It's always like a rich middle-aged woman. Oh, I don't know. Nancy Myers. Oh. I was thinking it's complicated, not as good as it gets. Um, <laughs> yeah, as good as, it, it's a, as good as it gets has Jack Nicholson. And like it's a it's a Oscar-winning movie, I think. Nah, I don't think that one would smell very good. I think that any Nancy Myers movie would smell really good because her movies are pretty much entirely about uh beige colored homes of very wealthy women yeah i was gonna say it's and just linen out bakers. on the line yeah so it's always just like a very clean recently having baked something we're back on baking huh yeah. this is just what you want in a home apparently yeah, yeah. uh i don't want to do it um i think that is going to be the best smelling movie interesting something where you really don't have to worry too much about plot Mmm. What do you think is going to be the best smelling movie? That is a good question. Um, Thank you. You asked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a great movie, but would smell great. Julie and Julia. A great movie. <laughs> Half of that movie is good. Yeah. The Julie uh, part, not the Julie part. <laughs> Wait, which part are you saying was good? The Meryl Streep part. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, not that Amy Adams isn't a fine actress. She's very, very good. It's just the plot was very bad. Which is um, less interesting. See, what I want is I just only want movies about food so that then I'm like, oh, I just like I'm in a kitchen. Wouldn't you be so sad, like, watching this movie about this amazing food? And then whenever you, like, then you had to just, like, eat your popcorn? Um, can I do a side note for a second here? Yeah. And I don't know if we've talked about this already, so stop me if we have. My coworkers a week ago were talking about how they sneak burritos into movies. Yeah. What? You sneak food into movies. No, I know, but like a full burrito? Hell like a yeah. Full I support. When I was in high school, we used to sneak in full pies. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, we would sneak in full pies. I mean, this makes sense why you want to be in an Nancy Myers movie because you just basically created it for yourself. Didn't have a lot of restaurants in the town I'm from because I'm from a small town. Uh, we had one little movie theater and we'd sneak in full pies from across the street. And you would just go at it with a fork? Yep. <laughs> I feel like I've only ever snuck in candy. Oh, you can also do that, but that, that's amateur level. Uh, you know what movie would smell amazing that we're completely missing? What? Ratatouille. Well, okay, let me make a counter argument here. <gasps> it would smell really great sometimes and like rats the other <laughs> half. <laughs> like rats in a sewer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, the movie is in a sewer. I mean, if they could pull that off, we're talking Oscar for smell vision they'd win. <laughs> Yeah, what are you gonna give it to? Like, wh- like, what do you think? Like, La La Land's gonna smell like the world, like tinsel. Yeah, like <laughs> dreams. Yeah, jazz. <laughs> it's the last movie I've seen. I was like, man, eh, what's a new movie? La La Land. <laughs> it's what three years old? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, what movie do you think is gonna smell the worst? Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah, well, cause lots of blood. Lots of mud. Yeah, but fresh blood. <laughs> Not any better. Also, 
we don't know what dinosaurs smelled like. So they could smell good. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fucking funny if dinosaurs just like smelled like bubble gum? <laughs> Oh, isn't that crazy to think we'll never know? Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably smell like birds, which smell like ass. Because they just how, how weird if you like traveled back in time. That's what the entire plot of Jurassic Park would be. So they'd be like, holy. Is that double bubble? <laughs> Is that Bazooka Joe? What? It smells like. Green Apple Jolly Rancher <laughs> in this entire park. That, sorry, does somebody have... <laughs> you're telling me the dinosaur smells <laughs> like, like Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> I mean, that's like a Like blue raspberry dum-dums? <laughs> 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 On the flip side, mm-hmm. let's imagine that, you know, you're in like a Harry Potter universe or something yeah. like that, and a majestic unicorn comes out, <laughs> and it just smells like hot farts. <laughs> What that? You're like, it's so beautiful. It's so. Oh. Is that the unicorn? <laughs> I was at Jurassic Park. Yeah. I also, this is. I really hope they go extinct. This is definitely transferred from smell vision to all of a sudden, we've, honey, We're, I shrunk the kids ourselves into the movie. No, that's what smell vision's trying to do. That's what it's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Harry Potter universe definitely smells horrible. Oh, yeah. And here's why I think that. Wizards are idiots. <laughs> Get up on that soapbox. Here pull we it. go. Pull it over. Here's why wizards are idiots. Now, if we're looking at the book, which are canon. Yeah, sure. Movies are movies are out. The books are filled with pages of any time the, the magic folks had to disguise themselves as muggles. They couldn't fucking figure it out. They'd be like, I guess I'm going to wear snorkel gear and a Santa Claus hat. <laughs> like, just insane and they would always be like they look so crazy walking down the street and they're like you know giant beekeeper suit <laughs> top <of the> Halloween <laughs> mask you're telling me that they none of them were smart enough to pull up a picture I don't know like take a peek outside and be like let's just wear what that dude's wearing <laughs> like, <laughs> they had to go so far out of their way to get the outfits of muggles Muggles, meanwhile, we're inventing internet. We're inventing, you know, medicine, like like real things. Wizards are like privileged, rich people's teens. They've never had to work for something in their goddamn lives. And the second they do, they don't know how to deal with it. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> there's no way they've invented deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how Hagrid knew that... <laughs> Harry was a wizard. He's like, you're a wizard, Harry. I mean, Hogwarts. First off, Hogwarts is just filled with people ages 11 to 17. All the smelliest demographic. The smelliest demographic. All mating for life. Because <laughs> after 17, you're done with school. So it is just reeking, reeking of hormones. And body odor. Yeah. I, and like half the professors pig don't pus, feel like, like yeah, they do. Yeah. Lots of potions that probably smell terrible. <laughs> I don't think Dumbledore's washing that beard very often. No. There's, I mean, do they ever mention bathing except like that one like 
when Moaning Myrtle's like, yeah, Moaning signed. Myrtle's the only clean person in that entire school, <laughs> and she's she a died. ghost. <laughs> I mean, because like the first time, the only time they mention bathing is when Harry's trying to figure out how to hatch that egg. Yeah, and uh, the fourth book. Yeah, <laughs> love Harry Potter, but they don't mention it again. Uh-huh. So they're just oily, smelly, greasy teens <laughs> looking for their brides. <laughs> And like, what do they eat? They eat like buckbeak, you know, yeah. like <laughs> Jesus. Like they're they're eating like they're Vikings. only drinking butter beer. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> constantly drunk, <laughs> just <laughs> feasting on raw meat. There's owls everywhere. <laughs> just absolutely pooping wherever they want to in in the room where they eat so where are most of the owls hovering over the food i can't wait for someone to pull all of this out of context (laughs) paula skaggs muggle apologist I'm just saying, maybe the real magic is the muggles' brains. Yeah, it's the, the technological advances that we're able to. Yes, if I was Hermione, the second I finished Hogwarts, back to muggle world. So, s- speaking of horny, smelly teenagers, <laughs> you remember X Body Welcome Spray? Welcome to being Earth. Yeah. You remember X Body Spray? Oh, yeah, I remember Max Body Spray. Yeah, there's a part of my, going back to memories, anytime I smell anything that's anything like Axe, I'm immediately in a middle to high school locker room. Were you an Axe boy? No, I've been an Old Spice man from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is there a moment where you must choose? Is Is there a moment where you're led into the aisle that they sell body sprays and they go, you must pick a side. Yeah, the red pill or the blue pill. Yeah. And both of them you spray across your chest and it smells terrible. Yeah. Um, I think I may have had Axe like a tiny bit, but then it became very clear that it was socially kind of a funny thing. And so I think I got rid of it. But I did have the the like Old Spice version of the spray that mm-hmm. I tried for a little while. But yeah, no, I'm a pure sport guy. Ooh. Always. Pure sport. It's the deodorant I use. It's the body wash I use. And it's uh, in the head and shoulders that I use in my shampoo. I am pure sport. You're pure sport Linden. That's what I'm always calling you. <laughs> uh, yes, that is. It's funny how like um, even kids nowadays, like it's like a rite of passage. Yeah. And now as adults, we're like, oh, my gosh, like how funny. But like kids do that. They still do it. They still go buy Axe and spray it all over themselves. Yeah. I remember being in a car with like uh, guy friends on the way to like parties and stuff and not drinking parties because I didn't do that. Like I was just like regular, like let's sit in a basement and like watch a horror movie and and all want to kiss each other and nobody does, you know? Uh, (laughs) Sure, sure. Where they would take an entire thing of Axe and like between two guys use it. Like just insane amount of Axe. In the car while you were stuck yeah, in the car? Yeah, and I realized it was probably like partially a bit or something. but mm-hmm. Maybe not. But also, that's how I lost a lot of brain cells. <laughs> and, and Just toughen that axe. All axe body spray has like very wild names, right? Oh, yeah. It's like carnal. Let's play a game. 
I bet I know what the game is. What? Axe body spray or something you made up? Close. <laughs> this is a game called Axe Body Spray Flavor or Obscure WWE Wrestler. Okay. I like this a lot. I, I, don't, I don't love that you called them flavors as opposed to scents, but yeah, it, it does feel it like mouth. it's in your mouth when you smell it. Yes, yes, yes. So I uh, also, I don't know if they're actually obscure, but I've never heard of any. Of them okay, so cool, cool, obscure. cool. Obscure to Paula. Okay, yes, I yes. love this. All right. Number one, Apollo XL. That's a wrestler, I think. Apollo XL is Axe Body Spray. Jesus, okay. Next up is Big Boss Man. <laughs> I want that to be an Axe Body Spray so badly. <laughs> Just I'm imagining the kind of person who's like, hey, that's me. I'm the Big Boss Man. <laughs> I'm the Big Boss Man. <laughs> I'm the Boss Baby. <laughs> Is it a wrestler or is it an Axe Body Spray? Well, what's your guess? It's an Axe Body Spray. Big Boss Man? Yeah. No, it's a wrestler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In my heart, it's an Axe Body Spray. It will forever be. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that's too aware of Axe to be like, what's the thing that feels like it would have been an Axe Body Spray? <laughs> and let's lean into that. <laughs> Sweet Daddy. That's got to be a wrestler. I it's hope, a wrestler. But I a, hope that that's not a... An absolute amazing name. <laughs> Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> I love the idea <laughs> of an Axe Body Spray scent having a name like Rick. <laughs> what if you just like looked at the scents and you're like, oh, what's this one? It seems to be green on it. It's like ravishing Rick Rude. So it's just Rick. <laughs> this one's Gary. <laughs> this one's Hunter. <laughs> it's all hot guy names. Like all hot guy names. Yeah, Toby. Yes. <laughs> Paula, have you ever killed a stink bug? And done I it wrong. I don't know why I thought you were going to be like, have you ever killed a man? <laughs> well, I was like, all right. We, you said that fresh blood was a scent you were into. I know what we did last summer, Josh. We went to the beach and became friends. Yes. Um, over the killing one of our friends. Yeah. Look, sometimes it, it, people bond over a lot of The only lives. way to forge a friendship is to get rid of another friend. <laughs> friendship cannot be created or destroyed. destroyed. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's the first rule of friendship. First rule of friendship. Um, yes, I don't have a ton of familiarity with stink bugs. And I'm wondering if it's a Boston thing. Yeah, there were definitely stink bugs growing up. And yeah. the thing about a stink bug is you don't know it's a stink bug until it's a stink bug. So it's just like a bug that you kill and you're it like, stinks? Yeah, well, you like that squash, you squash it and you're like, oh, why did I squash it? Because it just smells like like metallic egg. That's a horrible superpower. You're going to smell really bad to your enemies, but only after they kill you. But is that a horrible superpower? Or is that like a big middle finger? And also, they're not going to know that you're a bad smelling, so it's not going to protect you. <laughs> um, did you know that they put, uh, they put egg, like rotten egg smell into natural gas? Because no, naturally, it doesn't smell like anything. Really? So to make sure that you know that the gas is on, they pump smell into it. 
Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So you don't accidentally give yourself carbon monoxide poisoning. That is so nice. Yeah. So nice of these big utility companies. Looking out for the little guys. Looking out for the little guys. We're all in this together. Yeah. Is what I'm always saying. Yeah. <laughs> big corporate America. We love corporate America. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, they do that so that hmm. you're safe. Huh. They mm-hmm. should fill it with stink bugs is what they should do. <laughs> Gross. Hundreds of stink bugs. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that I understand almost everything about science. Yeah. I mean, you are a doctor of doctors. Thank you. I teach all the doctors. Uh, but one thing I don't understand the science of is smelling salts. Sure. It Was it just like a strong smell and then in the Victorian era you passed out and they'd be like, here you go, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I do love the idea that someone's like, if you put pepper up their nose, they'll wake up again. Let's not worry about taking these whale bones off of their sternum so no. that they can breathe. No. <laughs> A little smell will wake them right back up. Yeah. Is that really what it was? Yeah, it, well, it's yeah, it's kind of like a... I don't know any of the science of it. I was going to say something, and I know nothing about it. I don't really want to look it up, but I love that there's an idea of, like, you can just kind of... It's the equivalent of, like pranking someone by being like smell this like putting your uh, finger in your armpit and putting it under someone's nose and then be like oh god i'm back (laughs) i woke up (laughs) what i miss (laughs) what smell do you think would wake you up or would wake what smell do you think would be like most likely to wake anybody up if you if you had fainted yeah if you had fainted you're you're the president of the smelling salt factory sure sure um I mean, maybe not for vegetarians, but like just pure bacon grease. Ew. <laughs> like bacon smell. So that is what you, the president of the Smelling Salt Factory, is pitching. Yeah. Because you wake up and you're like, I do want bacon. I've just been in a sleeping state. But and then now they're going to be bacon. so mad. Maybe. Maybe. And there's no bacon to be found. Well, I guess the question is, is do you want a good smell or a bad smell? Right? Do you want something well, that's going to wake s- up in a good mood? Sure. Sure. But maybe they're going to be so glad that they don't have to smell that anymore. What if it's just like they dangle an anchovy under your nose? They're pungent. What if they still tried to like cure old diseases with that? Like, or kill, cure like real illnesses? Be like, uh, just give them a smelling salt. Yeah, right. Exactly. Also, football players have this weird smelling salt that they take. Right before the game sometimes. Like you'll see people on the sidelines. It's called steroids. Yeah. Well, yeah, it just feels. It's this weird smelling salt that makes them super strong. (laughs) And they like smell it through injecting it into their butt. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they'll just be like, whoo. That's poppers. Yeah, I was going to say, are they just doing poppers on the sidelines? Yeah, they're just doing poppers on the sidelines. I've forgotten that I have a concussion. I think that's going to do it for us. It's going to do it for us. Before we go, we want to hit y'all with our weekly segment. Earnest moment of the week. I've got one from super listener, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Brittany says, I was taking my students on a walk and they saw mulch in a driveway. I said, hey, y'all, this is mulch. It smells kind of like earth. Relevant. Relevant. 
Five minutes later, we pass by more mulch, and a student replies, Look at all this urch! Aww. <laughs> I love it when they mix up words and simultaneously make a connection. That's very adorable. Urch. Urch. Uh, our friend Carly also submitted one saying, a little boy at dinner mischievously said <laughs> goodbye to everyone in the room tonight. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. It's, it's perfect. What, what did he do? What did he do? And also to mischievously say goodbye. <laughs> That's what I mean. Is he's like, it's the implication that he's like, goodbye. <laughs> I can't. You'll be ready for my surprise that I've planted for you all. Ooh. I might need to go to bed at 8 p.m., but the rest of you will be the recipients of my little dinner surprise. Bye-bye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Ta-ta. I love that. I love that. It's such a good one. As always, we want to thank Ryan Cruz for our logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And our good friend Dylan Dutch, uh, who wrote the theme music. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. That's D-O-E-T-C-H is how you spell his last name. And until next week, remember, wizards are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye.